This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, teaching influencers and bloggers how to become successful entrepreneurs. This is episode 131 on the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we're going to be talking about a hot button topic that people might be surprised probably when they saw the title of it, but it's, should you buy Instagram story views? Yes, this is a question that we need to address and we need to talk about why or why not. But before we dive into that, I want to make sure that you hop over to the show notes, whether it is at the end or at the beginning, but make sure that you hop over to grab my quiz that's going to actually walk you through the questions that I'm going to ask you. Not only are we going to talk about why you should or should not buy Instagram followers, but we're also going to talk about understanding your KPIs, your key performance indicators. So make sure that you hop over to the show notes to get that because if you don't understand what your key performance indicators are, then you're really not going to be able to assess how well you are going to be growing. All right, so we are going to dive right into this. And what we really need to start off with is we need to understand that when it comes to whether we should buy Instagram story views or not, there's a difference between running an ad that actually attracts your target audience and just paying for views. There's a difference. So there's a recent conversation that was occurring in my membership site inside our, our Facebook group where someone was asking, why am I seeing some people having the swipe up ability when they don't have 10,000 followers? And it's only one story. It's not their continuous stories when I can see them in other places. Well, the reason that you're seeing that is because that's an ad that they're running. They're using it via Facebook marketing because when you run Facebook ads, it actually connects your Instagram. And when you're doing Facebook ads in Ads Manager, you can decide whether or not you actually want to run an ad to Instagram stories or to your Instagram feed. When you run it to your Instagram stories, you are able to have the swipe up feature that it will say sponsored. It will be separate from the rest of your stories, but it does have the ability to link through to whatever it is that you want it to link through. So there is a definite difference between running an ad that is going to link up to something that is of value to you. And we're going to talk a little bit more about these questions that you're going to need to ask yourself. But also, there's a difference between just getting views, pumping up that view number for the purpose of just having a higher view number. So it's also, I want you to think about this. It's similar to the days in Facebook where we used to see a lot of people that would boost a campaign. They might boost in order to get um, maybe out in front of more people and hopefully get more followers as compared to running a Facebook ad that is targeted toward their audience where they are promoting maybe the ability to grow their list. Now, this is where we need to take a second before we can get any further into this because I'm already kind of sidestepping it already. And we need to know what our KPIs, KPIs are. So KPI stands for Key Performance Indicator. And many of you have probably heard me talk about talking when you work with a brand on a sponsored campaign. You need to know what their KPIs are. What are they looking to do in order 
to why are they willing to pay for a sponsored campaign? Are they looking to build awareness on their Instagram account? Are they looking for their followers to grow on their Instagram account? Are they looking to actually have clicks from your website going directly to that particular product? Are they just looking to build awareness overall? You need to know when you're working with a brand what their KPIs are, but you also need to know what yours are. And I know when we think about this, we can often kind of feel like, well, I don't necessarily know. Well, there's two questions that I need you to ask yourself. What are you trying to accomplish? Like, what is your ultimate goal? What are you trying to do? Now, in order to answer that question, we need to be, anytime you're addressing KPIs, you need to be thinking like of this like a business. So if you're thinking like your business, like a business, your goals should be based on revenue. It is about bringing in money into your business so that you can decide to put your profit into other things. Maybe this is where you want to go into like non for profit or you want to give away money to other people. That's fine. But when you are looking at your business as a business, you have to look at it from the revenue standpoint. Don't tell me I want to increase my page views to 100,000. That's not what you're looking to accomplish because unless that's tied to an income goal where you're then telling me, I want my ads to consistently make me $2,000 a month and in order to do that, I need to get 100,000 pages. That's how that's allowed to get connected, okay? So you need to think about what are you trying to accomplish ultimately? For some of you, this is going to be different. Some of you are going to say, I want ad revenue. Some of you are going to say, I want sponsored post income. Some of you are going to say, I want products to be able to sell my products and my services. And that's fine. Now, once you know what it is that you're trying to accomplish, and again, this has to be tied to revenue. I don't know why some people have that icky feeling when they attach things to revenue, but if you're a business, it needs to be attached to revenue. That is the goal. And if it's not attached to revenue, honestly, you're running a hobby. You're not running a business. So if that is the case, then you may not care about KPIs and this episode may not be for you. But if you are looking to run a business, it needs to be tied to revenue. So once we know what you are trying to accomplish, now we need to figure out what needs to happen in order for that to happen. So in other words, if I am looking to grow my ad income, then I'm going to need to increase my page views. And how am I going to be able to do that? What am I going to need to do? Maybe I need to grow my list so that I can email my list consistently and get my people coming back to me routinely, okay? If you are looking to sell a product or service, then you are looking to grow your list, because your list is where you're going to have those diehard fans that are used to you, that have been warmed up, that want to purchase whatever it is that you are putting out into the world. Now, you're going to notice a lot of times I am talking about your list because as many of you have heard me say time and time again, your list is the only thing that you own. I would not recommend putting money behind trying to grow my Instagram following or trying to grow my Facebook following, even though in the end, that technically would be tied to revenue because I could ask for more money based on the size of my following for sponsored campaigns. But this is where it turns around and bites you in the butt. Because 
if those people that you have now grown your following with are not engaging with your content because they were bought, then that's not going to result in the KPIs that the brand asked for with you. So I told you in the beginning of this that I wanted you to go over to the show notes and make sure that you downloaded the freebie that I have there for you. It's a worksheet that's going to walk you through these quick questions. First one being, what are you trying to accomplish? And then the second one is, what needs to happen in order for that to happen? What do you need to focus on? Where should all of your focus be placed in order for this to happen? Now, the reason that this all ties back to whether or not you should buy Instagram story views or not is because there are certain things that we want and don't want, okay? The things that we do want is we want our ideal audience seeing our content. We want our ideal audience as part of our audience. We also want those people who are going to engage with our content, consistently engaging whether they are liking something in our feed or they are going to DM us and ask a question about something that we talked about in our stories. Those are the type of people that we want. We want to build this tribe or community of raving fans. And unless you are doing that through a targeted ad that's coming through Facebook, then you are not necessarily doing this right. You don't want to just randomly be buying Instagram story views that don't lead anywhere. So you can, of course, run Facebook ad that's connected to an Instagram story sponsored post. Now, you could run that ad to increase the views on that sponsor, on that post that you put up for your Instagram stories. But If that story is simply you just talking with no call to action, with no form of engagement, then it's not going to serve its purpose. And that's what I really need you to start focusing on, making sure that you have a call to action in what it is that you're doing, asking your people to engage with you and teaching them how to engage with you. Because a lot of times I will see people saying, swipe up or DM me or whatever it is. And they're not continuing that call to action and really getting them to continuously engage with them. They'll say it once and assume that their audience is going to do it. You have to continuously be interacting with your audience and telling them how you want them to engage with you in order for that to happen. So now those are the things we do want. The things that we don't want, or we don't want people that are here today and gone tomorrow. Because you want that, like I said, that tribe or community of raving fans. And if you have people that are just here today to see because you put money behind getting more story views, and now they're never coming back again, what purpose does that serve? You've just put it out there and you had no way of capturing them. We need to be smarter about the way that we are putting all our free content out there. Because again, if we're tying this to income and wanting to see ourselves as a business, then we need to make sure that we are getting those people to come back to us, become part of our community and become those raving fans that we so want to have on our list, engaging with us, becoming, maybe moving from a cold audience to a warm audience, right? The other thing that we don't want is we don't want numbers that don't reflect engagement. Too often I'm seeing people say, oh, I have 100,000 followers on Instagram. Great. And if I head over and I look at the comments in your 
feed? How many comments are you getting? Or are people actually talking to you when you do a story? Again, the follower numbers, yes, when you first work with a brand, they do come into play with your price. But the purpose of working with a brand is not to work with them once and get as much money out of them as you possibly can. The purpose of working with the brand is so that you can create a long-term relationship with them because you delivered on the price that you were originally asked. And if you have 100,000 followers and you're asking for $1,000 for a blog post or 100,000 followers you're asking for a post in the feed, then you and you can't deliver, you're not getting the engagement, they're never going to work with you again. You have to be able to deliver. Time and time again, I hear from a lot of smaller micro-influencers saying to me, when I want to work with a brand, and I want to work with brands, but why would they pay me over someone that has 100,000 followers? Well, they're going to pay you over those 100,000 followers because if you have engagement, if you know your audience, if they're coming to you and they're those raving fans, those raving fans of 1,000 can be worth more than those 100,000. And the only way to prove that is to be able to pitch them once, work on a campaign, and then show them the results and which and what you can do for them. So when it comes to this whole controversial idea of should you buy Instagram story views or should you buy followers, no, you shouldn't be buying it ever. And the only time, honestly, if you were ever at a conference, because I was at a conference last last year and there was a PR agency that was up speaking and they started asking questions about, or not even asking questions, they started talking about the fact that bloggers should be running Facebook ads for sponsored campaigns and or they should be running Facebook ads, blah, blah, blah. And my head like started to turn around and do a total 360 right on my neck because unless you know what you're doing with Facebook ads, you shouldn't be messing with it. You're going to be wasting your money. Learn about it. Educate yourself and then use Facebook ads. But don't go jumping into the deep end because that's what somebody told you that you should be doing. If you don't understand how to target an audience, you're going to be wasting money doing it and you're going to be targeting the wrong people. You're the wrong people coming from the wrong countries. Just start do the education, do the work and understanding how that this is better for you. Don't put money behind things when the call to action is they watch an Instagram story and there is no call to action that goes along with it. That's not a call to action watching a story. I just want to make sure I'm clear on that. A call to action is where they actually have to do something. They have to Maybe they're going to fill out a poll and in that poll that they fill out, you are then going to direct message them based on whether they said yes or no to the question that you asked. And make sure that the question that you asked isn't like, what time do you eat dinner or do you eat dinner as a family? Unless there's a purpose for you asking that question. Always make sure there is a purpose for the questions that you're asking so that when you do direct message them, you can go back and say to them, oh, you said that you wanted to be able to eat more as a family and you're struggling with this. Here's actually my freebie that walks you through five quick meals that will help you get it on the table and you can all eat dinner as a family, okay? Clearly pulling that out of my you know what here. But That's the point. You ask if you're ever going to do something like that. Anytime you do a poll, there needs to be a purpose and a follow-up to it. That's how you're going to build that raving community and be able to engage with them. It cannot simply just be, I'm putting up a poll and I'm asking whether they like this or this. 
that doesn't serve you anywhere. It is not going to get you anywhere. You're not getting the engagement. You're not going to get to know your people. So make sure that you are doing that. All right, you guys, I appreciate you all so much. I know that I'm sure that this title of what we're kind of talking about, you were wondering like, where is she possibly going with this? There's no way Jenny would ever talk about buying stuff. But I wanted to make sure that we were clear because it's not just about buying for Instagram story views or buying for followers. It's about understanding what your KPIs are. You have to know, and it has to, like I've said again and again in this episode, it has to be time to revenue if you are going to look at yourself as a business. That's its bottom line. You have to start looking at revenue if you're going to look at this as a business for yourself. And if you want to tell me that you are seeing a profit and you are seeing income coming in, the only way to do that is to start setting goals and KPIs that are tied to income. Stop feeling icky about making money. You don't need to feel icky. That's what you need to do in order to be considered a business. All right, you guys. Um, I would absolutely love it if you are listening into this episode. Uh, take a screenshot of the podcast and put it up on Instagram stories. Tag me at Jenny underscore Melrose. I love seeing what you are talking about. And when you do do that, throw up a little title on there. Tell me what you thought. Tell me whether or not you disagree or you agree with me. Um, ask your audience, hey, just listen to this podcast episode. Give me a screenshot at Jenny underscore Mellers. I would love to know what you all think. Ask your audience, should I be buying Instagram story views or do you buy Instagram story views? And do a poll, yes, no. And then follow up with them in DMs. You've bought Instagram story views before. Why? What did you find was the outcome? Because you know, if there's actually information out there that shows that I am dead wrong on this, I want to know. Provide me with that. I would love to hear it. Also, you guys, if you do leave me a review, which I so appreciate when you do, if you leave me a review on iTunes, please make sure that you are using your Instagram handle as the name or somewhere in the review so that I can make sure that I hop over and thank you via DM on Instagram. And I will also be sending you some happy mail. So please, I love it when you guys leave me a review. It makes it easier for other people to be able to find me. Um, and that is all for today, you guys. I appreciate you all so much, and I will see you all next time. 